patterns, permutations, time, rhythm, coordination, meter, concentration, tempo, modulation, groove. Welcome to the Drum Mantra Podcast. This is Rich Stitzel, and it's time to go deeper with your practice. Hey everybody, Rich here. Welcome back to the Drum Mantra Podcast. I wanted to just check in and let all of you know that in the last two days, I've put about 16 hours into working on the book, the new book, The Primary Series. It's super exciting. I'm, I'm uh, really looking forward to releasing this for everybody. I think that um, I think you're going to enjoy it. The, uh, the process of, of creating the book is very interesting because I I want to make sure that it takes the next step from the foundational series in a logical way, and I, and I definitely believe that it does. The huge difference is the foundational series book, if you have that book, you know that everything is binary in that book, which means divisible by two. There are only a few exercises in the foundational series that are polymetric. Um, the last three exercises in section two and the last exercise in section three Section two in the foundational series, uh, the last three exercises are the introduce the dotted eighth note, and the last exercise in section three introduces the five note grouping. Incidentally, the five note grouping is in a measure of five four time, and the dotted eighth notes are in the exercises are in three four time. So those resolve real cleanly. In the new book, in the primary series, this picks up where the foundational series kind of ends. We still have three time signatures, three, four, 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 and five, four. The big difference is there's no main quarter note pulse being played by anything. In the foundational series, the feet were responsible for playing the quarter note pulse the entire time. Because of that, we were able to focus on the hands and focus on how the accents are moving across the bar lines. But now in the primary series, the pulse, the main pulse, audible pulse, is being played by the either the right foot or the left foot. You're either playing a dotted eighth note that starts on the downbeat, or it starts on the E, or it starts on the and, or you're playing a five-note grouping with one of your feet, or you're playing what I call the skeleton five-note grouping, which is one, two, three, four, five. You you hit on accents on one and three out of the five-note grouping. It sounds like this. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. So... There's a lot of action going on with the feet, and the fun part is, or the challenging part really, it's a, it's a pretty big mental challenge, is you hear the click. If you're playing along with a metronome, you're going to hear the click as quarter notes, but you're not going to be playing anything that aligns with that pulse. So, for instance, if you're in 3-4 and you're playing the dotted eighth note and you turn the click off, let's say, and you're just playing uh, the dotted eighth note with the accents in the hands, you may start to think that you're in 12-8 instead of 3-4. So a great exercise, a really fun one that I'm looking forward to, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the next couple of days shedding all the exercises in the book and just making sure they all make sense and stuff. One of the mental challenges that I'm looking forward to doing is playing an exercise and focusing on it from the 3-4 perspective, and then focusing on it from the 12-8 perspective. That's going to be fun. And then like the, the trick is to honestly convince your mind that you are in either time signature. So once once you memorize the exercises themselves, and I'm not saying memorize the whole book, but if you're playing, you know, say exercise one, and it's one measure long, well, by the time you play it a couple times, you've got it memorized. Then you look away from the music, so you don't have to worry about looking at the notes. And just hear it and just feel it. And then you can start switching your mind back and forth between 
hey, I'm in 3-4, now I'm going to make myself hear this in 12-8, and really try to make that happen. That will completely free you up in musical situations when you can uh, change your perspective on that. And then the other one, which is even more of a challenge, is is the 5-4 section. Hearing things in 5-4 or hearing things in 2016 or 10-8. Uh, more like 2016, though, because uh, you're playing 2016th notes per measure, but they're divided into fives. So it sounds like there are five subdivisions between each quarter note. So that's another mind twister all on its own. And that's going to be a huge one for me especially. So yeah, I've introduced two concepts of how the polymeters function within the time signatures. And I've decided to call them native and non-native. For instance, a dotted eighth note is native in 3-4. So the native expression of a dotted eighth note is one measure of 3-4. So it's however quickly a polymeter resolves within one measure. So a clean one measure resolution of a polymeter is native. And non-native would be a polymeter that is not related to a one measure resolution. So, for instance, a dotted eighth note in 4-4 time, it takes three measures of 4-4 for the resolution to happen. So that's non-native. Uh, a five-note grouping in 3-4, that takes five measures of 3-4 time. So that's non-native. So we're going to have native exercises, non-native exercises. And then we get into two polymetric voicings at the same time. And you will be playing non-native native exercises. A non-native native would be say you're in 3-4, the hands are playing dotted eighth notes, and the foot is playing five-note groupings. That's a non-native native. And then non-native non-native would be a three-note grouping and a five-note grouping in 4-4 four, four time. So it takes 15 measures of 4-4 four, four time for that pattern to resolve. So we're going to kind of look at that and those definitions. It's going to be a lot of fun. The rhythmic melodies section is also going to be a little bit different than in the foundational series. In the foundational series, you played the accent patterns from the book, from the exercises, and you read the melodies with one of your feet. You can do that with this book as well. It's completely doable. I absolutely encourage that. And the other way to do it is to play 16th notes on the snare drum and accent the melody line with the hands. That way you can play the polymeters with the feet. And I actually programmed one just so I could kind of start listening to it and studying it myself. So I'm going to play a little bit of it right now and just let you check it out. And I'll kind of, I'll try to talk you through it a little bit. It's a little, it's a little weird, but what we're going to do is this is exercise number five from Rhythmic Melodies 2A in the book. And here's how it works. It's in 5-4 time. The melody is played on the snare drum, 16th notes, and you're accenting the snare drum melody. It's a five, it's a four measure long phrase. I'll just, I'll just kind of play it for you and talk about it. Here we go. Okay, so I haven't done this yet with Ableton, so let me see if I can get this happening. Um, here's the metronome. We're in 5-4. I'll turn a little bit of ambience on just to uh, give it a vibe here. Now there's a, a pan drum playing every five. One E and a two E and a three and a four E and a 
a 5 and a 1 and a 2 and a 3 and a 4 and a 5 and a. We're going to double that with the bass drum so it'll sound like this. So there it is. That's what exercise five sounds like. Rhythmic melodies two a. It's a, it's a mind warper for sure. I'm super excited to uh, get this out to everybody. And just as a reminder, the primary series is in pre-sale mode right now, which means you can purchase the book before it comes out. You get a twenty percent discount, and you get a ten dollar voucher to uh, towards anything else at richditzelmusic.com. Most of the lesson series packs that I have are $9.95. So really, if you buy the primary series before it comes out in pre-sale, you get 20% off the book, and you can basically trade that $10 voucher in for a whole free lesson series of your choice. There's about 30 to choose from. So I invite you to come on over to richditzelmusic.com and grab your copy of the primary series. There are 200 copies pre-sale limiting it to 200 so act now and um, the delivery date should be sometime in the middle of november i hope the delivery date for the public that did not do pre-sale will be sometime in the middle of december so not only do you get the 20 percent off and you get a ten dollar uh, voucher at the site for lessons but you also get the book a month early so check it out if you're interested i'd love to share it with you it's super cool i'm super excited about it yeah, I'm I'm uh can't wait to share it. 
Okay, well, have a good one, and um, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Drum Mantra Podcast. Your time and attention is much appreciated. I would love it if you went to the iTunes store and left a rating, and please share this with anybody that you think would like to go deeper with their practice. Take care.